Hey, what's going on, everybody? It just hit midnight, um, and I decided that I would, uh, couldn't sleep all, like all like all the time. I can't sleep, so I decided I'd make uh, go ahead and make another another podcast. Um, it, it, like I said, it's midnight. Um, I have to be at school. I'm a full time student, so I have to be at school at eight o'clock in the morning. So. Doesn't seem like I'm going to sleep very much tonight, so tomorrow should be amazing. Um, so I just kind of wanted to talk. I mean, I, ho- I don't think this this podcast is going to be as long as the last one, but we'll see. You know, I always, I always say that, and then I start talking and continue to talk, and um, then I look at the clock, and it's been an hour or so. But uh, I just kind of wanted to hit on some some things I'm going through, um, and maybe somebody else can kind of um, relate. Um, so I was in the military for a long time. Um, I got out a couple years back and had surgery and everything like that. Um, but when I was in the military, or my last couple years I was in the military, I started drinking a whole lot, and I kind of hit on that in my first podcast, or in the first podcast I did, um, about how I got addicted to alcohol and kind of shit away my my uh, my family at the time, and how I'm kind of trying to rekindle that relationship with my kids. But uh, when I got out, <clears throat> not realizing I already had an addicted personality. Um, I got out and had back surgery and in turn, they, I got put on, um, painkillers and a lot of painkillers and stuff like that. And so who would have guessed I got hooked on those two, um, real bad to the point where I was taking so much that I would run out of my medicine, my medication. Um, and I would have to go buy it from you know, people that I knew that had it and sold it and stuff like that. And so I went down that path for a while. Um, it just seemed like everything, you know, everything was just crumbling down around me. I was kind of living in a tunnel. Um, but I, the one thing I could do is I, you know, I was very, I showed emotions. Um, I showed emotions and, um, because I was always high, you know, I was always high on opiates. And um, then I met the girl that I'm getting divorced with now. Um, I met her and I was on opioids. And so I was a totally different person then. Um, and I'm saying all this to kind of build up to what I'm what I'm trying to tell you that I'm kind of going through now. But I went through all that throughout those years um, um, for about three years, you know. I got out in 2015, had my surgery in 2016, um, and I was on painkillers before I had my surgery. I had a triple spine fusion, um, but I, I'd been on, I probably went down that road for a good three years, um, and then when I, when I seriously started trying to get off the opi- opioids, it took me probably another six to eight months of, of work, um, even, even after I detoxed and detoxing I mean we can talk about that a whole nother time but detoxing you know I've been through some shit in my life but detoxing was probably by far the the worst thing I've ever been through or tried to do in my life um 
and it's it's still it's still it still fucked me up. I mean, my body's still messed up from it, and um, my body's still out of whack. And um, I think I think, and I I hit on this in the first podcast podcast too, but. I think that's the reason why I, I have such issues showing emotions. I mean, I already did, you know, from like issues with, with combat and having PTSD and stuff like that. But I think being on opiates for so long, you know, my body stopped producing, um, uh, what's it called? Um, your body starts producing, I think my body starts stopped producing, um, I can't remember what it's called now, um, but it's the it's the it's what's in your brain that makes you feel happy and makes you feel emotions, um, endorphins. Yes. So I think my body stopped like producing like endorphins or whatever that whatever that chemical in your brain is that makes you. I can't. I don't. I don't think it's called endorphins, but could be wrong. I'm not a doctor, <laughs> obviously, but uh, I. Um, you know, I researched a lot about it and I've researched so much stuff about, you know, when I was on opioids and like when I was winding down to basically saying, you know, basically telling myself I need to get off the stuff, you know, I need to get off the stuff or I'm going to end up dead. You know, I started going through bouts of depression and stuff like that. And like it was even worse. Like I was, you know, I was I was I was definitely going going to I was definitely on the road of either committing committing suicide or you know, overdosing, probably overdosing would probably come before suicide, but, um, and before I probably overdose, I probably would end up putting a needle in my arm. Like it was getting that serious. Like I was really, I was really starting to get addicted to this stuff. And, uh, that, I think that's what scared me the most is cause, um, you know, I go, you know, obviously go to the VA to get my healthcare and stuff like that. And I always see, um, I see veterans walking around, you know, that you can tell got addicted to opi- opioids and then went down the meth route and you just you can see their bodies just torn up you know and i i told myself i would never be i would never never go down that route and i i don't know those those people's lives and what they've been through so you know i'm not saying that every veteran's like that but i've definitely seen a lot um but uh i'm saying all that to come up to the point where so I, I went through all that. Like I basically, you know, I got out, you know, I had a trouble spine fusion. I got past that. Then I was addicted to opioids and then I finally got past that. And then, and all this time I'm trying to transition out of the Marine Corps too. Um, and so I didn't really, I didn't really start thinking about my career after the military or what I wanted to do after the military until probably I don't know, uh, not too long ago, um, probably, I'd say probably, um, early, I'd say early 2017, um, yeah, I'd say probably 2000, early 2017 is when I actually met up with a, a veteran, uh, veteran organization and, um, I met with them and started getting, getting back in that world of, you know, or getting back in that mindset of what I wanted to do. And so I, I went to work for a couple places and nothing ever fit, you know, and I, I, uh, there's not, there's not many people that believe, that believe in like the, 
like Aries and, you know, um, Gemini and all that stuff like that. Like they don't believe in all that, the horoscope stuff, but like I've, you know, I've read, you know, I've read, you know, a bunch of stuff about like Aries and like mostly all Aries is like, they're kind of for like free birds. And if you don't know what a free bird is, it's basically people that are always on the go. They can't figure out their, you know, I guess they would be back in the day. They'd be called like hippies, you know, people that always traveled and people that always wanted an adventure and they didn't, couldn't make their mind up with what they wanted to do. And, but they know they wanted to do something, you know, great. You know, they wanted to accomplish something great. And, um, somebody told me one time I told them kind of similar what I'm saying now is I wanted to do so I want to do something great and they're like wait they're like you did you know you were in the Marine Corps you're a Marine and you fought for this country and you know all that stuff and and that's that's awesome that's you know I, I'm I I love that I fought for my country and I'm, I'm super proud that I'm fought for my country and you know once a Marine always a Marine and I'll, I'll have bonds with guys and and girls that I that uh that'll never go away, you know, cause they're my brothers and sisters in the Marine Corps. And, um, but I know in my heart that there's something, there's something else out there for me. Um, I don't know what that is. It may, I mean, in my mind, I hope it's, you know, I hope it's something great, you know, cause I want to, I want to achieve something great, you know? Um, but I'm saying all this, I know I'm kind of getting off a little tangent, but I'm saying all this is because I, um, uh, so here recently, I've been thinking about my career, and so I couldn't I couldn't think about nothing I wanted to do, and I've always wanted to start my own business. So I wanted to do this and do that, and I'm 33 years old. Uh, I'm 33 years old, so I'm I've, I'm getting a really start at it. Um, I was in the Marine Corps for uh, almost 14 years, um, and uh, I was in there for a long time. I grew up in the Marine Corps. I grew, I, I joined the Marine Corps when I was 17, and you know got out basically when I was 30. And, uh, and so I, I grew up in the Marine Corps, you know, my whole, my, all my twenties, you know, you know, I was a kid, you know, I was a kid and I grew up and, you know, I mean, I couldn't even, I couldn't even legally drink beer for what, what, four years, three years. Um, you know, I was in the Marine Corps for like three or four years before I could have, even have a, you know, a drink of alcohol, like legally. Um, but I grew up and I, I, I thought the Marine Corps was going to be something I would do for 20 years, 25 years, 30 years. I thought, you know, you know, once you're in the Marine Corps for over 10 years, you might as well just stay in. I mean, you only, if you've already, if you've, if you do more, if you, if you go into the military and you do more than four years, you might as well just stay in because that is, you know, it's, it's going to be hard for you to transition out of a Marine Corps, a Marine life, um, it just says, I mean, I've seen people get out. They they do four and out. I mean, this, that basically means they they go in for four and they get out. You know, you're every you can you can reenlist every four years, right? So you do four years and you get a chance to reenlist or get out four years. And so every four years you re up. Um, and so the people that I see that get out at four years, um, they do good. You know, I've 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 seen a lot of people get out and do really well. But the people that the people that re up that one time and do and they come to their eight year mark, um, it's hard. It's hard for them to transition. But the person that re ups again, that person's gonna have a really hard time. 
um, just because, I mean, you did that. For, I mean, basically, that would be say that you were a, a doctor or, a, a, you know, a whatever, you know, a doctor or a police officer or whatever for 14 years. And then all of a sudden that was taken away from you and you were told that you would have to, you have to start your life over and do something else. And um, I know that sounds, I mean, it, it is what it is, but I mean, it's hard, you know, and they get, especially at, especially at an older age, like I am, like it's, it's uh it gets really depressing, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I'm in my life right now, um, in my life right now, like the biggest, the, the biggest obstacles that I'm trying to get over are um, trying to find out what I want to do the rest of my life. Like I'm a full-time student. Um, I'm going, I'm going, I'm in uh, pre-nursing. Um, basically, I'm at a community college and I'm doing all my prereqs to get into nursing school. Um, but honestly, I don't know if that's what I want to do. I picked nursing because I, I, there's no way in the world that I'm going to be able to do a job that is not somewhat exciting. And I, I mean, and that, that sounds kind of crappy. You know, people say, well, I mean, it's just work, you know, just find a job and work, you know, that's just what you do. And I get that, but I don't want to, I don't want to be that person that does a job for the rest of my life that I hate, you know what I mean? And I, I just don't want to. And I know that it's probably that may sound um, shitty or whatever, but it's just I don't want to I don't want to get up in the morning and and re- and just as soon as my alarm clock goes off, I'm already in a crappy mood because I don't want to go to a job the job that I'm I'm doing and stuck in for the rest of my life. You know, I I just don't, and so I'm at that point in my life where like I'm just really struggling. Like I'm I'm so. I'm so lost, you know, I feel like I'm a, I'm a, a bird with a broken wing, you know, and I'm flying in a circle. Like, I don't know what I want. I don't know where I want to go. Like, I don't know what I want to do. Like, somebody asked me, they're like, well, what are you good at? Well, I mean, what's your hobbies? What's your, and, I'm, and I told them, I don't know. I don't know what my hobbies are. I don't know what I'm good at. I don't know. And they're like, they're like, really? And I, I was like, I know that sounds weird. <laughs> Trust me, it sounds weird, but I really don't know. Like I've lost, like I've lost the, like on top of the whole, I hit on the last podcast, I hit on my social anxiety and me dealing with this social anxiety, like it's gotten real bad since I've got, since I got off painkillers, like I said, you know, cause I was, I got so used to having some substances or some kind of, or being high or whatever. And it, you know, kind of, re, you know, relieving some of the stress and, you know, uh, taking the edge off that I, I could function, you know, but now that I'm, now that I'm not on any, on any of that stuff anymore, like I, it's just like social anxiety, right? Like I hit on last time. And, um, so it's just, it's a struggle. It's like on top of all that, like trying to, trying to, trying to, trying to not have social anxiety and just like losing all sorts of like emotion. I spent, like I said, I spend 70, 80% of the time of the day by myself. And I just, I've lost myself. Like I'm totally lost right now. You know, I used to know what I wanted. Um, I used to be a go-getter. I used to be, you know, I used to not be shy. I used to be, you know, a stand-up dude, like, 
but it's all gone now, you know? I, I barely smile, I barely laugh. Like, I try to get out and do things, but, like, my social anxiety is so pumped up. Like, I just don't enjoy myself anymore. Um, and so I don't get out and get to do things and find out what my hobbies are anymore, you know? I, I know what I used to like, but, you know, I... You know, it's just... It's a crazy... Um, it's just a crazy time in my life, you know, and and on top of all that stuff, like an, another thing I'm dealing with is like you know divorce, you know, like I I've I've found that you know either I I think that I don't know I I don't know why I can't you know um, keep a uh, keep a woman around or whatever. Um, I'm sure I have a lot to do with it, you know. I'm I don't. Uh, my first wife, she told me that when I came home back from my deployments, I was definitely a different person. Um, and I agree with her, you know, I, I definitely changed. You know, I, like I said, I grew up in the military. I grew up in war. You know, I had four deployments and I grew up in war. Um, back to back deployments, you know, and and that should changes. That should change the person. I mean, I don't care. I mean, it could be, I mean, you could see a shit ton of combat or you could see a little bit of combat, you know, or whatever. But I mean, it's going to change you to a point, you know, it just says, you know, it's going to, it's going to take some things away and, you know, it's not going to give them back. Um, and I kind of, and then what it took from me is my ability to, to, to kind of find myself, um, and that's not, I, that probably sounds weird, but I lost myself and I, I can't, you know, I can't seem to find out, find myself and find out what I want and find out what I want to do. And um, I wake up, I wake up and my mind's, my mind's already running and I'm already stressed out before I even get out the door at eight o'clock in the morning. You know, I'm just super stressed. Um, you know, I, I've, I've gotten pretty far in school. I started school in 2017. I believe I think I've been in school for about a year and a half now um, so I've been through a couple semesters um, and you know I'm at the point where you know I need to decide I need to kind of I need to kind of shit, shit or get off the pot kind of thing like it's getting to that point where if I don't want to do nursing I need to find out because I have to apply for the nursing program you know if I don't want to do nursing I need to figure out another way to go um, but I do know one thing though. I hate school. Like, I hate school with a passion. Like I, I just, I'm at the, I, I, I'm at the point where I just, I just, I, like, how do I explain it? Like, I'm just so, so bored with it. Like, I'm not having, like, I know school's not supposed to be fun, right? You know, school's not supposed to be fun. It's for education or whatever, but. It's just I'm like I'm struggling. Like I'm starting to struggle. Like I'm getting real bored. Like that's that's one thing that is bad for me. You know, being being such a free bird. Like I, I just want to be on the go. I just want to do something that I'm active. And you know, going to school is definitely not active. You're I mean you're busy, but you're you're basically a you know homebody because you have a crap ton of homework to do and you have to study and tests and everything like that and i'm not that bright so i have to st I have to study extra hard you know i'm not the sharpest tool in the shed so it takes me you know twice the work but um i just don't know 
And it, I hate, I hate feeling like this. I just really do. You know, I see other people, I see other people that's got it figured out, or at least I think they got it figured out. You know, people's real good at hiding things. Um, but the people that seem to have it figured out and they're happy and they're, they're married and they got their kids and everything like that. Um, and it's not even about the whole family thing that I, you know, the, the thought of having a family is beautiful. So don't get me wrong to all, to all you family guys. I, I think family or family life is beautiful, you know, and I, I wish that that would have worked out for me, but I don't think having a, you know, I already have kids, you know, I have three kids, three beautiful kids, like my first wife, um, and I think that's going to be all for me. You know, I don't think I don't think there's going to be another marriage in my future. And I could be wrong. You know, the universe is weird. You know, the, the way the, the way life works is weird. You know, the, you know, four or five years from now, uh, a woman could get thrown thrown in my life, and you know, we could live happily ever after and have kids or whatever. But at this at this point, my mind, my whole my whole perspective on that all that is. I just don't want any any more to do with it. Like um, my last my last two marriages has just been just started out great and then just crumbled around me. And um, that's how that's how everything is. that's how that's how my uh, that's how all my relationships been basically. You know, they they start out you know the first year or two are great and then just after that it's just shitty. Um, but I, I just don't, I don't know. I don't feel the need to be, I don't feel the need to, ha- you know, get married. You know, if I find a woman that has the, the, the same mindset as me, is like we don't need a, a piece of paper telling us that we're married. Like, that's awesome. That's great. Because that's, that's how my mindset is. Like, I don't feel like I need to have a piece of paper anymore. Because if things go south, like, it's, it's a mess. And that's another thing I'm going with through right now is, this, this divorce and this is things started out smooth like we we decided hey we're gonna get a divorce and we're just gonna go our separate ways and blah 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 but something in the back of my head knew knew something was gonna change and it did and now we're now I'm having to get a lawyer and she has a lawyer and it just it just all sucks you know it just it just it just sucks but you know, I like I was like I was getting at earlier. Like I just when I see people that have it all figured out and they have a career and they they got money coming in, and I really don't care about money. I really don't. Like I I would rather be happy in what I do. You know, if I woke up and I was happy in what I did and I made ten dollars an hour, great. You know, as long as I paid the bills and you know got me from point A to point B. Like I I really don't care how much money I make. Um, but, um, I see these guys and their other men or gals, you know, I see these guys or gals making all sorts of money and, you know, doing what they love. And, you know, even I even have a buddy, you know, I have a buddy that just started, um, he's, he's kind of a free bird like me, I guess. Um, we grew up together and, uh, he stayed here. Um, he stayed here and just, he had, a, he was married and stuff like that. And he worked and he stayed here and, when I went off to, to the military and then when I came back, we kind of started talking again and kind of rekindled that friendship. We, um, we tried to start a business together. It just didn't work. I wasn't in the right mindset and ended up screwing all that up. It was when I was on my painkillers and everything like that. And it it would have been a success, uh, successful business. It really would have because the, the first 
the first job we landed was a big one, you know, that paid out really well. Um, but then, like when you're on opioids, I mean, for people that don't know, it's never been on opioids or never been addicted to opioids, your brain don't work. Like you're, it makes your makes you start thinking differently. And um, basically, you know, some some days you think everybody's out to get you and all that silly stuff. But um, that's kind of what happened, you know. It just kind of went down the drain, and we didn't talk. After that, we had that little falling out. We didn't talk for for a minute. And uh, like, I thought I was in the right, you know, for the longest time. And then when I finally got off all the opioids and stuff like that, I looked back and I just, it's like crap, you know, and I was like, I was definitely in the wrong. And I, I, uh, I think I text messaged him and I, I sent him a big apology. And I think we met up and had lunch or something like that afterwards. But we, now we, we probably, we message each other quite a bit, you know, a couple of times a week, maybe. Um, but he, uh, what I was trying to get at is he is, um, he was doing a job for a long time and just wasn't happy, you know, and he's kind of like me, he likes to travel and stuff and, you know, um, and he got an opportunity to go work in the oil field and that's what he does. And, um, he has this good girl now, uh, he got actually got divorced from his, his wife, his first wife. And now he gets this really good girl. And I mean, she's just like him. She's, she's kind of like a free bird herself and. You know, I think they got like six kids together. You know, she has three and no wait, four kids. No, yeah, four kids. Yeah, they have two, two and two. Yeah, she had two kids and he had two kids. But they're just happy. I mean, she travels around with them. He he bought a little trailer and she just she goes on the road with him when he's always when he's out and about. He that's he's he's doing it. And I mean, it's hard work. You know, working in the oil field is hard, but he's happy and he's making great money. And his family travels with him. You know, so that makes me happy for him, but jealous on the other hand, too. Like, I'm so jealous of how happy he is. I know he's happy. You know, every time I talk to him, he's always happy, you know. And, um, he has a, he's a great dad. You know, he's a great he's a great husband and or he will be a great husband to them. I think I think he finally asked her to marry marry him. But uh He's a great dad, you know, he's always made sure he was, you know, submerged in his kid's life, you know, and he's always had a great job, you know, he's real good at like, um, working on electricity, I think electronics, or not electronics, but like electricity, I think is what he did, like audio and video he did for a while, and he's just real good at working, like very, he's very, um, I guess engin- his engineering abilities, his, his um, mechanical abilities is really well, really good. Um, but the, yeah, the, all the, you know, seeing people like that just makes me, it makes me happy for them. Like I love seeing people happy and I love seeing people's life going the way they want to, but just where, just in the place where I am right now, like, it just makes me really jealous, you know, because I, like I get up every day and I, I, I wish for a life like that. You know, I get up every day, every morning I wake up and I'm like, man, you know, I wish I was dreaming and you know, I woke up and like I'm I'm actually living a great life, you know, because the life I'm living now, man, like it, it just has to change. You know, things things are just things are just so a mess. Like I'm so, you know, far in debt, you know, with, you know, going through two divorces and, you know, getting married twice and, you know, it's just so far in debt. And like it's, you know, I, I heard somebody say, um I heard somebody say something and I really liked it, you know, not, so it, the saying is, the saying is, um, 
being in debt is today's form of slavery. And I really like that saying, not to take anything from what happened long ago with African-Americans in America with slavery, um, because that was terrible, you know. Um, but the whole the whole saying that debt is today's form of slavery, it's so true because the way we're so tied down, the, the way we're so like kept in one place, just like African-Americans were back in the day with slavery. They're just, they're tied down and kept in one place and weren't allowed to do what they wanted. Um, and, you know, that's how debt is, you know, for me anyways, you know, like, especially me being so like, I want to be on the go. Like if I could find, if I could, you know, live in a tiki hut on the beach or the ocean somewhere and work at a, a work at a little local bar bartending for the rest of my life, that would make me happy because, you know, it's in a different country, you know, I'm doing whatever, you know, like I'm, it's just so, it's just so like, uh, just, I guess chill and just, you know, just, um, I don't know. I'm kind of getting off on a tangent, but I I hope you guys understand what I'm saying. It's just like, I, you know, I I have to, and I hope somebody, I hope people, there's people out there that can relate to me because this is the whole point of this podcast. Like I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't really know what I'm doing with this whole thing, but like, I, I, I have all day to think about some stuff and I know it's been a couple of days that, you know, I've, I've put in a podcast and I, it's just because I've been super busy and just dealing with some stuff, of course, always. And, um, um, but I, I think all day and I have all these thoughts all day and it's just, it weighs heavy on my mind and I just want to get them out. And so that's the whole point of this podcast is for me to get them out and to get them out to people. And so they can hear that you know, they're not the only ones going through this part, they're, you know, this, this, this way, this life, you know, it's, you know, there's other people like that, that's struggling too. Um, and I know there is, you know, sometimes you wake up and you feel alone and you just feel like, you know, why is the world crushing down around me? Like, why is it crushing me for, um, and it's not true. You know, there's, there's thousands and millions and people that's going through this exact same thing, you know, and, I think I think that's the biggest thing, you know. That's one of our biggest issues in America is, you know, we we isolate ourselves. You know, even if you weren't in the military, you know, or whatever your background is, you know, whatever your background is, you know, we we go through things, and we don't want to talk to people about them, um, especially men. Men are terrible at talking to people about what's going on in their head, um, and they just. They end up going through life and working the same job over and over and going, you know, hating life, you know, waking up in the morning and doing the nine to five job that they hate and they're coming home and they're just not happy and just they don't talk to anybody. They don't say anything to anybody. And so it never changes because they that's the way they were raised. They're like, you go to work, you come home, you go to work, you come home. And that's your that's your point is to make money for your family. And it is. If you have a family, then you need to support your family. I totally agree. But there's there's different ways about doing things. Like, I mean, there's, you know, do things that you like. You know, I'm, I'm a big fan of um, the Joe Rogan experience, his podcast. And he's always saying that, like, you know, go do something that you want to do. You know, 
go make money doing something you want to do and you'll never work a day in your life again, you know, but it's easy to say, you know, because most of us, like I said before, most of us that are lost like I am, or just can't figure out what they really want to do in life, um, it's, it's really hard. Um, and I, and that's the reason why I've been through so many jobs. I'm not, I'm not a lot of jobs, probably, let's see, one, two, three, four jobs. I've been through four jobs since I started working. Um, and then I find, and those, in that, in that time frame, it was like a year. I went through four jobs in like a year. And, uh, it's just because I would, you know, I start working on them. I start working and I start working and then, uh, I start having that mindset of like, what am I doing? I don't, I don't even like what I'm doing. You know, I'm, I, I, I need to pursue my dreams. I need to pursue what I want to do. And um, I'll get really excited because I'm like, yes, I, this is what I want to do. And then I'll end up quitting the job and trying to do what I want to do. And then also, and I get depressed because I, I'm like, it doesn't work out or... Um, I don't know. And that's weird. That's and that's all weird for me, too. Like, I don't know if I'm just so tired of just failing at things since I've been out. Like, things not going right is I lost the ability to, like, dig my heels in and, and just just go after what I want. Like, that's how I used to be. I would dig my heels in and just go after what I want. You know, if it and I wasn't and I didn't, you know, nothing could nothing could stop me. Like, even even if like I you know, failed the first time, I'd get back right back up and go after it again. Like, that's how I used to be. But at some point, I lost that, that ability to do that. Um, you know, probably probably right along with my confidence, you know. Um, but who knows? Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of where I'm at right now. You know, I know it's super, probably super depressing, and I apologize, you know. <laughs> I will... Not all these podcasts, like I said before, are going to be super depressing, but, you know, I, I, I go throughout the day and I, like I said, I have all these thoughts and I want to get them out and, uh, you know, it's just, so this is, this is my rant. Maybe my podcast should be the rant instead of the Rocky experience, but I don't know. It's just, um, life's, life's crazy, you know, and there's, life is like, Life's super hard sometimes, and, uh, you know, it sucks, you know, because you, you think you're doing it all alone, but um, you're definitely not. But uh, I, so I live, so to change the subject, try to get off this depressing phase. So, so ever since summer came around, summer came along, it's it's been raining 95% of the time. Like, we've gotten some terrible weather in my in my, uh, in my state, um, some terrible weather. And, uh, it's like, and so I have three dogs. Um, one dog I had before my marriage and then two of the dogs I got when we were married. And then when she ended up leaving, she left the dogs with me. Um, and that's fine. You know, I like dogs. So, but since it's been raining, like I started, I let my dogs come in and, you know, sleep in the house or whatever. Cause like, usually when it rains around here, it's at night, which is crazy. Um, but yeah, so I started letting them in probably, I don't know. I let them in probably two months ago or probably around when summertime started. Well, 
I let them, there was a time that we had like these really bad storms. Like it was tornado after tornado after tornado. And um, so I let them in for those couple days and, you know, I'd let them out and then they'd come right back in because I have a full blood German Shepherd and she hates storms. Like she just starts freaking out. She'll jump the fence and everything like that. So um, she won't go far. She'll, she'll just go around to the front porch and lay on the front porch. Um, I have no idea why, but... She hates them, so I, I let them in. But the as when the storms got over, I let them back outside, and I think it probably 24 hours after I let them back outside, I started getting fleas jumping on me, and I didn't think anything about it because you know I knew that. I mean, I just figured there was a couple fleas. Well, within like 24 hours, my master bedroom was just overran by an army of fleas um, to the point where I had to basically move out of my room and I bombed it two or three times and still couldn't get rid of them. And I man, I sprayed so much stuff on the floor and bombed and just did like researched it and did, did everything in the book. And like, I was still getting overran by fleas. Um, I am so tired of fleas, you know, I, and to this day, like I'm still, I still have fleas jumping on me. Not as, but not as, not as extreme as it was. Like I'm, I think they're finally getting killed off or whatever. But um, I haven't, I haven't slept in my master bedroom in probably a month, um, just because I want to make sure they're all gone, you know. But it's been so hectic with this stuff, just so hectic. Whenever I think they're gone, they're not. They're just hiding out. Like, I think I got some special forces fleas that, that overridden my house. But it's it's been, a, it's been a crazy experience. I've never had, like, insects. I mean, when I was growing up, like, we grew up kind of poor. Um, so when I was growing up, like, we had roaches. Um, and that kind of sucked, you know. You know, they're all over the place. Roaches were all over the place. All, like, in our food and just... It got pretty disgusting. Like, it was kind of embarrassing to have, like, people over the house, you know, because you didn't want to see, you didn't want your friends to see, like, because you'd, you'd get up in the middle of the night to get a drink of water and you'd turn your light on and they would just run everywhere. Um, but uh, that, was my very, that was my very first experience of having bugs and stuff, like, in the house. And so I haven't had anything like that for since then. And then this happened. Um... And the, yeah, and so that's another thing with my life. Kind of when it like when it rains, it pours. Um, with with stuff like when things, when things, um, when things happen, it's usually like three or four things that's kind of imploded. But I mean, to kind of kind of caveat off that, but like it's it's probably half my fault is because um. I probably procrastinate about things and let them go and let them go. And they're like, oh, that's not a big deal. That's not a big deal. And let them go and let them go. And then finally they just explode on me. And then I'm like, why is this stuff happening to me? You know, and, but it's actually my fault because I let them go for so long. But that's kind of how we are, you know, that's, I mean, yeah. I don't know. There's, there's, there's not too many people that, kind of don't do that they let things go for a little while you know or they take care of the big things and let the little things go they're like oh i'll take care of that after a while but then that little thing gets big and they forget about it and then it kind of explodes and then they're just like why is the world crashing down around me 
you know, it's only me. It's only me that this doing. But it all started because, you know, he said, he said, screw it or whatever. Um, but also another thing that I've seen that's kind of funny is this. Um, so I do, I, I kind of hit on this in the first, like I do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu um, quite a bit, like three, four or five, six times a week, sometimes, sometimes more. Um, and it's the best thing that I ever, it's the best decision or the best thing I ever started, you know, and it's, it's definitely, um, changed my life a lot. You know, it's definitely, it's, I'm not where I need to be, obviously, um, because there's a lot of things that need to be taken care of. Um, and I need to change a lot of things in my life or my life won't change. It'll stay the same. Uh, or not change things in my life. I need to change myself or things won't change in my life. Um, And it's just, I have to get there. You know, I have to, um, I always say, you know, I have to, something has to change, but I'm gonna have to be the one to actually change it. And and always, uh, you know, every, you know, anything that, I mean, everybody knows that with change comes pain, you know, it's always gonna suck, you know, if you get off, opioids you're gonna have to go through a withdrawal phase if you stop drinking coffee you're gonna get headaches if you go on a diet you're it's gonna suck because you're gonna be hungry um you're gonna have to work out all the time and everything like that so every if anything especially if it's healthy if it's good for you it usually kind of sucks um, but I'm, I'm, I'm different with working out, you know, I love to work out and stuff like that. I'm, I'm super physical and all that, but, uh, where I'm going with that, all that is like the, the big thing that I changed in my life was starting, you know, martial art or mixed martial arts, you know, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I don't really do mixed martial arts. I do Brazilian jiu-jitsu, which is, um, if you don't know what Brazilian jiu-jitsu is, it's like, it's like wrestling, but with submissions, um, with arm bars and stuff like that, you know? Um, but it's getting real big here in Oklahoma and all around, you know, all around America. It's getting super, super big. You know, there's gyms everywhere and it's great. Um, but, uh, and I just had a, you know, there's a, there's a guy that goes on my gym that he, I'm pretty sure that we'll see him in the UFC, um, after he gets a couple more fights under his belt, but he, he just had his first pro debut, um, his first pro debut uh, not too long ago, uh, I think three days ago, and I mean, he beat he he won that fight in I think a minute like a minute thirteen or something like that. It was super quick first first round, you know. Uh, I think it was a TKO, TKO. I think I believe is what they they said it was. Um, but he's gonna be really good. Like he's he's real humble too, which I think is is really awesome. He's very competitive, but he's super humble. Um, super nice guy, and he's really young. I think he's 22, um, but he's about to get his black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and he's already pretty high level. And I think, I think he said karate. Um, he told me karate, and then you know he's he's working on everything else, you know. Um, but where I was going with all that MMA talk is this this stupid fight that is going to happen between Tom Cruise and Justin Bieber. Like, I don't care who, I don't care who says what, like, I'm watching that. Like, I am paying the 60 bucks and I'm going to watch this fight um, because I want to see 
Tom Cruise beat the brakes off Justin Bieber. Because I know it's going to happen. Because I've seen Mission Impossible. So I know it's going to happen. But I think it's going to be awesome. People, pe- I see all this stuff on Facebook. People making fun of it and stuff like that. And I think it's hilarious. Because this money, this, this fight's going to bring in so much money. Especially if the UFC, if Dana White picks it up. And it's put on like pay-per-view and all that stuff. Even if it's not put on pay-per-view, that money, it's just going to bring in so much money. Like it's going to be up there. Like because you're going to have like people that's fans of Tom Cruise and you're going to have people that's fans of Justin Bieber. And then you're going to have all the fans that are fans of MMA. And then all the just people that like to get drunk and just watch some stupid shit. They're going to be watching that stuff too. And it's going to bring in so much money. I, I bet you it's going to come close to bringing as much money as the um, the McGregor uh, Mayweather fight. I think it's going to bring just as much or more than, than that fight. Especially if, if Dana White picks it up and then pay-per-view and all that stuff. But I don't know. I could be wrong. I'm I'm wrong quite a bit. So who knows? But I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be pretty funny if they go through with it. And it's not staged because you know, they could do that. I thought for a long time that the McGregor and Mayweather fight was staged. Um I know I I, I still think that like all the talking talking crap bull bull crap that went up that happened before the fight, I I'm pretty sure, like, more than 60% of that was staged uh, just to get, just to sell the fight um, for publicity and stuff like that. But there's a lot of that, especially in the MMA world that, you know, they'll, they'll act like they're, and they're, and they're, they're, you know, they'll act like they're pissed just to sell the fight. But there are some guys that just legit hate each other. Um, you get all those young guys and their egos and all that stuff like that. And I get it, you know, you're competitive and you want to be the best. And if somebody's talking shit to you and saying you're not the best and you suck, I mean, I get it, you know, tempers are going to fly. You know, it is a, it's a full contact sport for a reason. Um, but all right, guys, it's, it's almost one o'clock and I have a early morning. Um, and I have a test that I got to start studying for, or I, I started studying it for tonight because I'm I'm taking intro to biology for majors and I am super lost. Um, and so I'm going to have to figure something out, some kind of uh, some kind of game plan to, to get through this biology because um, it kind of just super boring. The only thing that... I, Basically, the, the only thing that I've done that I've thought was it has I've thought was pretty cool was um, comp one and two, which is you know English grammar and all that stuff like that, and just because um, I like to write, you know, I, I I can get pretty creative when it comes to like writing and stuff like that, and that's an, that's another career course I thought about going down is um, creative writing or journaling or something like that, you know. Um, I picked it up really pretty fast, you know, when my first comp one, I had to take a, like a fundamentals class to even get into comp one because my, my, my English, my English and grammar and all that crap was so low, like the score on it, the placement test when I did it was so low, like I sucked, like I just, uh, people used to tell me all the time I, 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 um, I typed like I, or I wrote emails like I talked or however that the saying goes, and I did, man, you should have seen some of the old, I, pulled some old emails up and I just oh my gosh but um you know I've gotten a lot better you know and I you know I, I scored a um 
I think I scored a B plus in comp one. I think I got better as it went, you know. Uh, but in comp two, which is harder than comp one, I, I scored a 90, I think a 97 or 98. It was my final final grade in comp, comp two. No, yeah, I think so. I think my last paper that I wrote was a 10 page paper and I got a 94 or 95 on it. Um, so I like writing, maybe, maybe, I don't know, maybe that's in my, you know, my future somewhere, you know, I've, I've thought about a lot about this, you know, the whole writing thing, but we'll see, we'll see where that goes, but, um, all right, everybody, it's 1248, and I believe you can only do these things for an hour, and it's, I'm at 48 minutes, um, so I apologize that this went, I said it wasn't going to be that long, um, and it's almost an hour long again, <laughs> Um, but when I start ranting, like, as you notice, when I start talking, like, I'll break, break off in, like, little rants, and then I have to bring it back and uh, kind of figure out what I want to talk about. Um, I'm going to start, uh, I'm going to start kind of writing things. I got this book that I got, uh, or actually somebody bought for me, and it's, you know, it's a little book that you can open up and write little thoughts down. Um, and uh, you can open it up later and, you know, figure it out. But um, maybe I'll start writing some thoughts in there throughout the throughout the day so I can have more of a... I don't want it to be... I like... I don't like... Uh, I'm not a big fan of the podcasts that are, like, um, very structured. Like, you know, very... Uh, it's, I like the ones that are, like, a conversation. Like, I'm just talking to you guys. Like, you know, I'm a, I'm a regular guy. I'm just talking to you guys, and this is... This is what's going on in my life, and I hope this helps people. You know, helps. You know, they they start to listen, and um, and I hope uh, you know I hope it helps. People. I hope I say something that maybe will get through through to you know some people, or maybe having a bad time, and maybe something I'll say will motivate them to keep on going. You know, and uh, maybe it'll brighten up their life a little bit. But um, you know, who knows? Um, but. Uh, I appreciate you guys listening. Um, I will try to do one again tomorrow, but I, I'm not going to promise uh, that I will. Um, Mondays are always super hectic for me. Um, but uh, usually when I get back, I'll do jujitsu tomorrow night. And usually get, when I get done with jujitsu, like my mind's pretty, uh, my mind's pretty light, and you know I'm 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 thinking pretty clearly. So maybe I'll do one after that. You know, um, when I'm feeling better. Um, but, uh, all right, guys, I will, uh, I will, I will get back with you guys later and, uh, I hope you guys have a great night and I'm going to get some rest. Um, my name's Rocky and this is the Rocky experience and, uh, all right, see ya.